who among us doesn't enjoy a good mystery? And especially when solving it means that I get to bring out my competitive side, even if it's just me against the clock, I just can't wait to uncover all the secrets. So June's Journey is a game that is completely up my alley, and I think you'll love it too. In June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game, you play as June Parker, who's on a quest to solve her sister's murder and uncover her family's many secrets. Each chapter brings you deeper into the story, and it's set in the Roaring Twenties, so beyond uncovering clues, you get to experience the glitz and glamour of the time. June's Journey is definitely not a game I play mindlessly, which I love because I get genuinely invested and a lot of it is a race against time, so there's a little fun added pressure of trying to find the clues as quickly as you can in each scene. There are also tons of ways to customize the island that you're on, learn more about the characters, and then new chapters are added weekly, so you really can't run out of things to explore. So if you think you're up to solve this case, download June's Journey for free today on iOS or Android or play on PC through Facebook games. June needs your help, detective. Wander with us into a world of magic. Do you lack magic? Where old stories take on a new life and the world is teeming with possibilities. Well, for the last time, we're not kissing, Fritz. Join Jenny and Madeline in this fantastical audio drama as they journey into the stories you grew up with. Okay, Gown. Let's do this. And reinvent fairy tales with a feminist twist. Ready for your next adventure? Then we'll see you soon in the forest of feminist fairy tales. Welcome to All Things Internet. I am your host, Rachel Ballinger. This is a show where we talk about things we see on the internet that usually have to do with the internet, but we don't fact check or research most things. We try our... Oh, sorry. My timer went off. (laughs) That was my timer to start recording the podcast. Uh, Anyway, hi, I'm here with my mom. Say hi, mom. Hello. How are you doing? Doing great. That's a pretty cute sweatshirt you got, what you're wearing there. You know, it was between this one and your new merch. You should have worn the new merch. That's look. Listen. Next week. My mom is wearing my old merch and I did give her new merch merch pieces. Me and her are the only two people in the world that have my new merch pieces at the yes. moment. Um, by the way, we'll just start it off. It was going to be part of the news segment, but we'll just say it now. I have new merch. Hey, yo, it is. Oh. It's got a 90s theme. It's called Back to the 90s Collection. It's pastels. It's cute. It's there cute. It's a hoodie that says homebody. There is a long sleeve crew neck thing that says unladylike. And there's a t-shirt that says don't test me. There are also mugs and notebooks. And there is a fanny pack. I didn't get to model the fanny pack. That would have been fun. I know. They sent it to me too late. But there is a fanny pack. So check it out. Uh, I'll put the link below just because in the YouTube video. So if you're just Uh listening to this, I apologize. Uh, but you can find me on Fanjoy or just go to my Instagram bio. I just looked at my key, like my keyboard thing, and there's dog fur all over it. And I don't quite know how. Well, maybe you had a sweatshirt on and you took it off and it went foof. There it is. Okay. There it is. There it is. Yeah. All right, mom. Want to hit us with the holidays? I do. I do. Today is Corey's birthday. Happy birthday, Corey. Happy birthday, Corey. Corey. 
Corey DeSoto is my sister's best friend. He is also her assistant, and he makes it so her head doesn't spin backwards. And her part of work. the family. Yeah, he's part of the family. He's been around forever. So Corey's, <laughs> Corey's birthday. birthday. Shout out to Corey. Um, it's also National Fried Chicken Day. But you can do mock Ooh. chicken. You know that stuff I'm talking about, Rachel, that tastes mock? like chicken? Mock. Oh, chicken. mock. <laughs> That's some good yes. stuff. Yeah. My mom is, obs- there's Veggie Grill, which is a fast food vegan joint in the LA area. And they have a chicken sandwich that my mom still believes is real chicken. It's and chicken. it's not. Okay. <laughs> Tomorrow is the Marine Corps' birthday. Hoo-ya. Hoo-ya. Marine. What Marine. is it? The, the, the few, the proud, the Marine. I had they, to remember their catchphrase. My dad was a Marine. Yeah. Yes. It's also Sesame Street Day. So, oh, my God. Right? I was wearing my Sesame Street socks earlier. Bombas. Oh. Mom, are you wearing your Cookie Monster Bomba socks? I'm wearing black socks. Mom. Black, black fuzzy socks. I didn't even realize because Bombas lets us choose some socks whenever we do a brand deal with them. We don't have a brand deal with them today, but we do just love them. And I bought us, um, well, they, Bombas sent us, but I chose Sesame Street socks. And I wore my big, my big bird ones last night. I'm wearing my cookie monsters tomorrow. Why tomorrow? Because tomorrow is Sesame Street day. Oh yeah. Okay. Sorry. I got confused. I'm saving them. All right. I'll wear them tomorrow. (laughs) Okay. Wednesday. Is Remembrance Day in um, the Commonwealth Nations, Canada? That's like our uh, yes. Memorial Veterans Day. It, yes. it is our Veterans Day on Wednesday as well. Okay. I heard Day. a Canadian say that they usually don't start celebrating Christmas till after Remem- Remem- Remembrance Day. That's oh, really? a word I have never said before. Remembrance. <laughs> I, I felt like a two-year-old trying to say a word. Remembrance. Remembrance. Okay. It was in a song I used to sing in high school, so that's how I remember that word. Remembrance. And remembrance what song of you. did you sing? It was for church choir. Ah, that makes sense. Okay. Oh, remembrance. Of, okay. Thursday. Are you ready? Yeah. Chicken soup for the soul day. Oh, but not for anything else? <laughs> <laughs> there's a book called Chicken Soup for the Soul ah it's affirmative it's yeah okay. so anyway friday is world kindness day which should be every day i feel like we talked about this last year we How- probably did oh because we've been doing this podcast for so long many years <laughs> someone was like i'm trying to catch up with these two podcasts i have like eight left on this one and then 30 left on all things internet and i was like you that is so many I, we have so been many. doing this so long. Oh, my gosh. Well, I guess it's 72 times a year. Yeah. That makes sense. All right. True. Okay. Saturday. Mm-hmm. This I'm really excited about. I National bet. Pickle Day. A pickle. Give me You've a gotta good love a pickle. dill pickle, kosher dill pickle. Oh, yeah. those are so I good. I hate, what are they? Butter pickles. Butter pickles. Sweet pickles. Yeah, I don't want that. Just give me no. that sour Disneyland yeah. style. Yeah. But it can be in a sphere. It can be it can be little slivers. Don't Dill don't pickle. don't mess with the flavor of a pickle, give, guys. Give me the whole pickle. I'll Dick- just eat that whole pickle pickle. So Colleen did the Disney theme for Bailey's birthday. Did they have pickles? They did. That was right before I got there, so I missed out. But she did. Same. She bought these giant pickles, so 
Oh, uh, yum. I was like, what time do things start? I'll get there when they start. And everyone's like, it does, there's no start time. It's all and day. Then, yeah. Yeah. And then I got there at like 1.30 and like half the stuff had been done. I was yep. like, well, if you told me to get here at 9 a.m., I would have been here at 9 a.m. I missed out on the pickles. Ugh. The, the only thing I will say about Disneyland pickles, as delish as they are, they're not cold. I like me a cold pickle. Mm. A cold well, pickle. a lot of people have issues biting into cold things. I understand that. But they could have a cold section and a normal section. Getting pretty fancy there. Gwen's coming. Show those pickles. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's Monday morning. You know what you could do is you could get a cup of ice and stick your pickle in the cup of ice for a bit. Like just even in the bag. Yeah. Yeah. Cool down your pickle. Yeah. It's Saturday is also National Seatbelt Day. Wear your seatbelts. But even if you think, you think, oh, I'm just going to go around the block. No, put your your seatbelt. I feel naked if I don't have it on. Yeah. My mistake is I get in, I do all my things, and then I start to pull out. And that's when I put my seatbelt on or Mm. right after I've backed out of my driveway, then I put my seatbelt on. Don't do that. My neighbor's mother had an accident and she got severely injured because she didn't have her seatbelt on right before she started her car. So that's a lesson learned and wear okay. it before you start the car. I That's, I forget and it's always on, but I forget when to do it, not. Oh, I it's the first thing I do when I get in the car. Yeah. It's absolutely yeah. the first thing I do. If I wasn't wearing a seatbelt when I got in my crash, I would have died. Yeah, you would have. So would've. this a seatbelt has saved my life. Um, I've yeah. been in two big crashes. I was wearing my seatbelt in both. Wear your seatbelt. That's yep. the end of it. Even if you're going just a few miles an hour, you can get really hurt. No, we got in a crash. Uh, Colleen was going 25 miles an hour down, down street. our street. Less yep. th- like less than a quarter mile from our house. Someone T-boned. Well, someone turned in front of us. So we T-boned them, but it was their fault. Yep. And we, all of us, there was five of us in the car. We were all wearing our seatbelt. Yeah. So thank goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Cause her car did not have airbags because it was an that, old chunker car. That was the end of her car. Yes. It totaled <laughs> her car. <laughs> and none of us were hurt. It was great. All right. Saturday's also got? National Diabetes Day. <gasps> Diabetes. Here we go. It's so not talked about. Yeah. And so little research is done because it, it's made it so people can sustain their life with it. But they have, they have, they're like, stop trying to figure out a cure for it. When you could, you could if you tried. My best friend uh, has type 1 diabetes. She was diagnosed, I think, when she was three years old. And it's it's been a struggle her whole life. And she's now dedicating her life to become a registered dietitian to help people with diabetes because they just don't inform you enough. And her life has completely changed since she started studying food on how that affects her diabetes. And it's so much easier to manage. And she has such a great relationship with this disease now because she took it upon herself to learn about it when people should have been teaching her this. Right. Like doctors are just like, take your insulin. Don't well, and eat it, too much know, sugar. Yeah. They could have taught her parents. So then she would have grown up knowing how to do it. Yeah. Instead of waiting until she was an adult to figure it out. Like she shouldn't have to do all her own research. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. Anyway. So that's Saturday. Sunday is national clean out your fridge day. <gasps> I did that the other day by accident. Yeah. You're a step in the head, ahead of the step. One step ahead. It's the morning, people. <laughs> I am one step ahead of the game. There you, you are. Go. And Sunday's also National Recycle Day. So when you're 
cleaning out your fridge, wash out those containers and recycle if need be. That's a big mistake a lot of people do is just throw food away with the recycle. No, clean it out. <laughs> clean it out. Think of the person that has to go through that stuff. Clean it but out. Also, they'll just trash it if it's too yeah. dirty. Like clean that's just it what they out. do. It, a rinse whoosh, and then toss it in recycle. It's good. I love you so much. <laughs> all right. Those are all our holidays. Those are our holidays. Okay. Well then, um, before we move on to news or more chit chat, let's check to see if we have a sponsor for today. <gasps> sponsor. Sponsor. We do. It was Best Fiends. <gasps> yes. Obsessed. I'm, I'm glad, Mom. Uh, all right. So obviously this week, the only thing anyone was focused on was the election. Yes. Joe Biden has become the president-elect. He has been nominated by the people, chosen by the people to be the next president of the United States. And Kamala Harris, Madam Vice President will be the first woman, the first black woman to take a seat in the White House. Come on. Round of applause for her. Now, again, uh, I, as a person, do not agree with all of their plat- things on their platform. I'm, I, But I voted for them, and I have so much hope, and I cheer for them. I hope that this nation could just like a lot of people are like we're not it's not progressive enough i've heard a lot of democrats say that like you're right but we're not gonna go backwards we're at least gonna be like go we're gonna we're gonna go we're gonna stay still or just repair the damage been done that's what the next four years is is basically repair the damage and then like i think joe biden even knows that like he's just he's just kind of like a he's gonna be heal it all he's gonna heal everything put it back to where it was and then the next person that comes in can do whatever anyway um so that was a little long election week that's been the longest that's the longest it's ever taken to declare the president right i don't know the history don't know that it felt like it was lifetimes because i feel like i mean i wasn't very aware of politics as a kid i feel like now younger and younger generations are becoming more and more aware but I felt like it's always been like Tuesday is election day and then Tuesday night you find out. Mm-hmm. But I think that's because this is the first time we've had so many mail-in ballots. Right. Like this is the first and time. I've never had this many voters either. Correct. It was a record or number. Joe Biden. Many. Yeah. He has the record for most votes ever beating Obama. Um, people showed up. People showed yeah. up. And a lot of that has to do. Okay. The reason Georgia flipped was because uh, Stacey Abrams, is that her name? Hold on. I wrote yes. it down. Yes, Stacey yes. Abrams spent the last couple of years registering over 800,000 new voters in Georgia. She raised millions of dollars. She spent so much time, all her efforts, protecting voter rights, fighting voter suppression. She is like single-handedly the reason that Georgia flipped blue. Um, also in Arizona, the Native Americans are a huge reason that went blue because they like, despite them being hit hardest with COVID, they turned out and, and they mainly like crazy amounts voted blue. So like it was, it was the minorities. The people that have been like spit on the past four years that, well, that made longer than that, longer than that, but like (laughs) hardcore been spit on, like, 
We're yeah. talking loogies for the yeah. past four years. Like they've been kicked, punched and murdered. Um, yeah. They're the ones that showed up and made this happen. So thank you. Uh, but, oh God, I don't even know. I just went on a rant. I wasn't, I didn't even follow my own thing. <laughs> I like wrote out everything I should say. And I'm just like, so excited. That's okay. Everyone, <laughs> everyone's talked about how just like, it was just a weight lifted and a huge yes. breath of fresh air. And everyone didn't even realize they were holding this weight and this anxiety and this anger. Oh, I realized it. <laughs> <laughs> Everything all week was like, okay, no, no, no. I'm, I'm cranky or I'm yeah anxious or I'm something. And everything had to do with just waiting, just waiting, just waiting. Yeah. And whatever and was... the outcome, okay, we move forward, whatever the outcome. Yeah. But man... <laughs> yeah that's how we all were like I was not Ooh. hopeful in the slightest because I was no, like you weren't I was not and it's because I've just figured so much voter suppression had happened or you know like so much just things had happened that it was just no way he could win um but people turned out that's basically I didn't have hope in people I thought because like in 2016 everyone was like my vote doesn't matter or like eh, whatever and I thought that was going to be people's same reaction, but no, like I didn't even know this, but like at every organized black lives matter, like rally or not rally, uh, March, there were people registering people to vote there. Like wow. voter registration, people went out and I was just like, they did it. They got it happening. Um, but <laughs> what Trump did do the entire election was say, if I don't win, it's voter fraud. And so that's what he's holding on to right now is he's claiming voter fraud, but there have been no, there have been a few things being like, oh yeah, there was mess ups, but like in Georgia, they're like, oh, 4,000 votes were wrong. They actually meant to go to Biden. Like it actually increased Biden's win. And and then there was a few people uh, in Texas, they found out that some social security workers were registering people to vote when they, they didn't ask to be, but they never actually, they couldn't vote for them because their system right. set up where they, yeah, they could register them, but they never actually were able to figure out how to vote for them. So it's like yeah. their system set up for all of this. Yeah. Um, but I, my favorite thing in the world is all of Trump's tweets have a warning on them by Twitter. Yes. <laughs> that said either this, this was tweeted before officially the, official presidency was called or whatever the election was called and now every time trump tweets about voter fraud a little thing comes up saying this claim has been disputed like they're basically being like this tweet is a lie every single time and every single time trump tries to say something or don't do something the judges are like nope or the voter like voter people are like nope like he's just gonna kick and scream and all his supporters believe him because you know, if, if he thinks there's fraud, he has every right to go yeah. and have it checked. Check it. Check it. Go ahead, check it. Um, but my concern is what's happening for the next couple of months. Yeah. Like, what's this spoiled brat going to do right? for the next two months because he didn't get his way? Yeah. And it's it's going to be intense. And uh, their huge thing right now is all of them are you know, they're chanting the same thing over and over again. And they're going like, the media doesn't call the election. The voters called the election. And we're like, yeah, we did. <laughs> the media's reporting what the voters said. Yeah. CNN didn't be like, we don't care what the results say. 
Biden won. They said, this is what the results say. Biden won. Like, I don't know why they're all of a sudden being like, media doesn't choose who's president. The people do. We're like, yeah. Yeah, We did. Four million more people voted for Joe Biden. I just, if uh, that's all, I mean, that's all that's. That's <sighs> and then also in January, uh, Twitter can technically delete Trump's account. Yes. Because he's no longer protected by public interest. Like that's why they couldn't delete his accounts because of public interest. And now in January, since he's no longer be president, they could shut down that account because he's violated every rule in the book. Like, yep. it's insane. Uh, and also we just learned that like news people, the news Show, the news stations are just like, nope, we're not going to air him anymore when he starts lying. <laughs> They've just been doing that, just Good. shutting him off when he starts lying. And I'm like, you could have been doing this the whole time. <laughs> like, but I'm glad they're doing it now. It just seems yeah. like the world, the news stations, everyone's just like, we don't have to deal with it anymore. Yeah. And there's going to be yeah. a day when we wake up and go on Twitter and there's going to be nothing about Trump. Oh, lovely. Like, I just think about that. There's going to be a day when we do a podcast and we're not even going to have to mention anything about it. It's, it's phenomenal. I do want to say that Kanye conceded quite quickly and respectfully. Good he, for him. Good for him. And his sights are set on 2024. There you go. So I also, no one could figure That's out. how you do it. <laughs> That's how you do it. That is how you do it. Um, be a gracious winner and you be a gracious loser. There you go. Oh, yeah. Snoop's here all of a sudden. Hi, Snoop. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and no one could figure out who Kim voted for. Everyone was trying to figure that out. And everyone was trying to figure out who, like, there were a lot of uh, social influencers who didn't publicly, like, really say anything ever. And then when Joe Biden won, I'm not trying to spread news. I'm just saying what I saw or spread falsities or rumors. That's what I meant. Uh, when Biden won, Emma Chamberlain de- uh, deactivated her Twitter account. She's a YouTuber. She deactivated her Twitter account like right after Biden was announced the winner. And everyone was like, what? Where Where did you go? And then people started looking because you can see what people are registered as. And people saw that she was registered as a Republican. And well, just because you're a Republican doesn't mean you I'm a- always rebel. Yes. And that's what other people were saying. But people were trying to figure yeah. out, like, why she deactivated. And then she posted an Instagram story that was like, this is a day to celebrate. I'm not going to stoop to your level and, like, you know, just respond to rumors all day. Mm-hmm. And she basically was like, that's not why I deactivated. But I'm like, girl, you can't just, like, deactivate and not tell us why you're deactivating. <laughs> she can Rachel no you know when I was a little girl you didn't tell who you voted for my parents taught me you know it's no one's business who you voted for and it's no one's business how money how much money you have in your bank account I agree with the second one that's what I was taught but um yeah but But now I feel like the world's so divided and it's like if you're for one it's like you're against human rights and if you're for the other like apparently you're a socialist it's it's just it's an extreme now and yeah and just because you're republican doesn't mean you have to vote republican correct that's a big one because there may be a yucky person you don't want on there yeah or you're democrat and you don't you don't like that one so you vote we shouldn't be an independent or we shouldn't be voting for parties we should be voting for people like that's i i don't like really the political parties because it's super divisive 
and people will vote just because it's their party, not because they agree with the person. They just think that right. they have to vote this way or that way. Right. So there's that. <sighs> uh, let's. What else did we have? I launched by merch. Oh, sad news. Alex oh. Trebek from Jeopardy. He passed mm -hmm. away. Um, he'd been fighting cancer for a while. He was, I think, 80. Uh, but yep. celebrities, every every celebrity had a picture to post with him. Like, he was really well-loved. Well he was a great guy. I never met him, obviously. But from what I've seen from everyone, like, everyone loved him. So thoughts, prayers to his family. And then uh, far, okay, there's a website that's called Far and Wide. Put together a list ranking the states having the worst to best food. So they ranked all 50 states saying who had the best and who had the worst food. Guess where California laid on this list? In the middle. We were number one to having the best food. Oh, yay. Because <laughs> we, we have all kinds of food. We have everything. I yeah. will say New York. I've had the best food of my life in New York City. I think New York City has the best chefs. Yeah. I think that they, you know, that's all they do is all they do is cook. In California, I think we have the best produce and we have the best, like we have a melting pot, like because New York City and California are both melting pots. Like we've got everything and every type of person, you know? Right. But I think California's produce is way better. Like we've got the best avocados. We got everything oh, you could want. Yeah. So we have all the foods. I think New York has the best chefs, though. Like, that's the only thing I love about New York is the restaurants there. So it's good. Good stuff. All right. And then actual Internet news. The only piece I have. Baby Shark has beat Despacito for the most viewed video <laughs> on YouTube. There's a lot of little kids that parents want to entertain. <laughs> Baby shark, do, shark do, 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 do do I am a grandma, grandma shark. <laughs> Is that real? Yeah. I gotta say something. I've never watched it. I've never watched <gasps> it. I just like hear other people's renditions of it, or like I just you know people sing it. I know the words. I've literally never watched it. Flynn sing it to you. He knows. He knows the arm motions. God, I love him. <laughs> Uh, all right that's all the news i have because there's internet news tell me there's more internet news tell me i was on a different podcast rachel oh my gosh you cheater cheater pumpkin eater no i called and asked you i know first. <laughs> <laughs> no i got to be a guest on uh let's talk about what we learned today chris Tur and jessica's podcast yes i went over just to say hi to the kids on my way home just worn out mess Hey, mom, can you join us on the podcast? Sure. It was fun. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Good. Yeah, I'm really glad you enjoyed it. it. They have a fun little podcast. I really like talking to Chris and Jessica. They're both very yeah. smart people. Um, mm -hmm. And like every time I talk to them, it's just an interesting conversation. And I've known them my whole life. Well, yeah. I've known Jessica for since I was Almost eight. Almost your whole life. Since I was eight, <laughs> I've known Jessica. But Chris, I've known my whole life. I just yeah. love chit-chatting with them. And yeah, they do a good Good podcast. Yeah. So check yeah. them out. Let's talk about what we learned this week. Is that what it's called? Let's, let's talk about what we learned today. Let's talk about what we learned today. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, That's fun. So, yeah. I also, I also saw a little news clip since Thanksgiving's coming up. Mm -hmm. 
listing the best side dish or the most favorite side dish, the most popular side dish in every state. Did Guess she... what California's was. You actually remembered? Yeah. <laughs> I'm so proud of yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Mashed potatoes. Yes. Oh! <laughs> that was a lot of states' favorite. Well, it's side the dish. best. You cannot do. Don't disrespect me and hey. feed me a Thanksgiving dish without <laughs> mashed potatoes. You gotta mix it with the with the turkey and the corn and, the and stuffing Jessica's and cranberry, the cranberry sauce. Oh yeah! Oh, I'm oh, getting excited but, for Thanksgiving. But did you taste Colleen's sweet potato something, whatever it was, last Christmas? Yes. Whatever for when... Dad's birthday, she made that sweet potato thing. Are you talking no. about that? No, I'm talking about Jacob's fa- birthday. When he wanted Star Wars, Hamilton, Thanksgiving theme. Yes, that's, you're correct. Oh, yeah. that's super. And it had these, oh, it was so good. The yes. marshmallow week. She made me a vegan things. version. She's phenomenal. So and made me a so vegan good. version. Yeah. So, oh God, I'm excited for Thanksgiving food. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I helped Colleen decorate her house for Christmas yesterday. Just a little Yay. bit. Um, She's finally got that started. Uh, her cat's just decided to be like uh, when they, they put their Christmas tree in this like other room, but they don't like wrap it up. They just like kind of stuff it in this like extra room. And we think that cats got in there because the Christmas tree looks like it's covered in fake snow. It's oh, covered in cat, cat hair. hair. It was hilarious. Cause I thought it was fake snow the whole time. I'm like helping Eric, you know, set it up. And then he's like, Oh, it's cat hair. And I was like, what? And I took a closer look. We're both, just covered head to toe because we're both wearing black pants and i was like what in the world <laughs> colleen's laughing Maybe that's what's on your keyboard rachel oh god probably Sweater <laughs> her off last night <laughs> but it was pretty funny we didn't get everything fixed or done yeah. but and then ooh, eric i'm a i'm a i got words to share with him so chris eric is a uh early well no it's not early decorating because there is no, it's, there's no set date when no. to decorate anyway. No, but Eric no. is someone who's like, don't decorate till December 1st or something. His problem with Colleen, well, he doesn't have a problem with Colleen, but with decorating is, is Colleen's decorations all have glitter on them. Yes. That's the only, if they didn't have glitter, I think he'd be. Yes. So the house is a little more appeasing about it. <laughs> when the house is filled with Christmas decorations. It's filled with glitter and he hates it. And I understand. So do you. Like, well, I like the look. I think it's gorgeous. Yes. But I mean, there's glitter everywhere. You poop glitter when you go yes. to their house at Christmas time. Cat, cat hair and glitter is just what you poop when you go over there. You so, eat it, it comes out. <laughs> so um, Eric was being a trooper, though. He was helping us. He helped me put the Christmas tree up, you know, even though he was like against it. And he was like, can we just not put the glitter things up? And Kalina was like... He's like, I thought we compromised so we wouldn't put the glitter up. And Clint goes, the compromise was I didn't decorate until November 8th. <laughs> yeah. It's the stair things, right? Yeah, the, the, the stair up? banister things. Up. Yeah. That's exactly what he didn't want to put up. He's like, I yeah. will put up your Christmas tree. I'll put up your wreaths. I'll put your, up your pillows, whatever you want. Please don't put the banister glitter up. <laughs> she was yeah. like, you had eight extra days without it. <laughs> That's all lighthearted fun. But oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Christopher, Jessica left her laptop there this weekend. So Christopher swung by, brought all the kids. Swung by. 
he brought all the kids and the kids walked in we were decorating for christmas and they were like oh my gosh and jake was super excited when he walked in and he's like helping set up the village you know and then as he leaves he was like isn't it a little early to decorate for christmas <gasps> and i looked at him and i said excuse me sir and he goes well like thanksgiving hasn't happened yet and i said do you decorate for thanksgiving he was like no and i was like then why can't we decorate for christmas and he goes it just it just seems a little early and i looked at him square in the eye i said who have you been talking to <laughs> christopher, christopher started laughing and he was like it's eric because <laughs> eric is filling jake's head with lies he's got to get a few more on his side he's trying like no that's cute I have more sway with Jacob than you, buddy. <laughs> so that I think this is going to be an ongoing thing within the family. Well, okay, but see, I didn't used to decorate for Christmas until after Thanksgiving. And then all you guys moved out and Thanksgiving got changed from my house to other places, yeah. which was fine. Um, so now it's like, oh, now I can't because there's not, I'm not hosting things. Yeah. And also no it was, deal. it was fun when we'd come home and get to decorate early. And yes. cause that was another thing is you never knew when all of us were going to be at your house. So it was whatever right. you did get us all in and you're like, let's decorate, let's do get, get the, the Christmas tree. tree. Let's put it yeah. In. Let's yeah. So yeah, yeah. sometimes that was early November. Sometimes that was Thanksgiving weekend yep. a lot of the time or Colleen's birthday. So, um, it sometimes it even happened mid December because that just yeah. was how everybody came. I mean, when you have four kids and we're all doing different things, yeah. living different lives, yeah, it's it gets hectic. But yeah, yeah. so you just got to be flexible, <laughs> and who cares when it's it happens? It happens. It's your house. It's, yeah, do your house how you want to do your house. Exactly. I'm over here preaching about it, and I'm not even decorated yet. I just because <laughs> I when I want to decorate is when I can decorate. You'll decorate. Yeah. Oh, uh, all right. Do so you got that's that's all the news then? Yeah. I mean, oh. Georgia, you have a runoff election at the beginning of January to pick, uh, was it the House or the Senate? I think it's the House. You have something important. Pe Georgia, go look at what you're supposed to do election-wise. You have a runoff do election it. in January. Check it out. And uh, if you are going to be 18 then, you can register and vote in that election, in this cool. runoff election. So get to that. And, uh, yeah, I think that's that's all the news. Okay. All right. Let's check to see if we have another sponsor for today. Sponsor. Sponsor. During Women's History Month, come explore what feminism means to you with nonfiction storytelling podcast, Thread the Needle. I'm your host, Donna Schill. I'll use my background in journalism to dive into topics that matter to women today. Listen to Thread the Needle wherever you get your podcasts. All right. Mom, we're going to play a round oh. of the five-second rule. Oh. Okay. You got to tell me how to play again. Oh, my God. Hi. Do I need some of those? You don't have to. No, we're just going to do it at you. Oh, great. <laughs> so you're going to have five seconds to name three somethings. Oh, got it. I remember okay. now. Yeah. All right. <sighs> so we get out some. Okay. We need to get new games for next year. Yeah, we do. Because I got bored of these games. That's why we stopped playing games yeah. so much. Yeah. All right. Name three Gifts for a bridal shower. Go. Lingerie. Cookware. Underwear. That works. That Lingerie works. and underwear are the same. No. Underwear could just be, you know, some granny underwear. panties. And lingerie is like, ooh, la, 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 lacy, lacy. What's a, what the? Okay. What? 
All right. Name three diseases. COVID, influenza, polio. There you go. All right. The big ones. You're doing great, it's the Mom. Sound, it's the sound of that thing that stresses me out. I know. That's why I'm holding it up to the microphone. Okay. Like, ah, ah. <laughs> All right. Name three types of birds. A wren, a robin, and a woodpecker. Those, I would have been like seagull, crow, peacock. <laughs> we are- had the most giant flock of crows yesterday. <gasps> Trent and I were sitting here watching. Uh, okay, I'll admit it. The Bachelorette! I watched The Bachelorette because it said it's only four seasons this time. I'm like, four episodes. Oh, okay. I, four episodes. I can live through that. It was long. It those, was long episodes. Those episodes are like an hour and a half long. They were long. Yeah. So watch that. And Trent's like, Mom, look outside. And the sky was like black because it was all crows. And was I love someone crows. feeding I, them. Um, well, they 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 congregate in this area anyway. Yeah. And then they, it's their stop before they get to the beach where they do all the eucalyptus trees or in the uh, creeks. Yeah, because you got a huge creek and like night. empty fields before the <clears throat> yeah. But while we were, I ran outside to look at them, and I wanted to feed them so bad, but I told my neighbors that I wouldn't. Yeah um shit peanuts i don't feed them peanuts i did have some walnuts it sounded like you said sh word just no peanut no the peanut i know but before that you're like Shh, peanuts oh <laughs> but but i promised i wouldn't okay so i had a handful of walnuts that were shelled so they wouldn't make a mess in anyone's yard there you and go I those on my roof so they wouldn't bother anybody but i'm not who they wanted I'm not who they wanted. Who they they ate my walnuts. But a person down the street was throwing something, I don't know what it was, in the the street like I used to. Yeah. And it was so incredible to see just ah, it's fun. thousands of birds. Have you ever gotten pooped on? Not yet. That is surprising to me. My laundry will get poop on it, but it's little tiny little specks from the little wrens. Yeah. I think I've one, finches. one laundry, one piece of clothing has gotten pooped on and i was like dang it yeah yep oh oh let's go back to the bachelorette i never watch it i hate the bachelorette same but i love claire so i watched this season it (laughs) one still hate the show hate it to a burning passion hate it hate it but it is so funny it is so funny and now i'm really excited to see this new chick because i think i kind of like her i think she's a de- like she seems but that poor girl she's coming in with, these... with all with listen the leftovers they called them but the, I they're think nice it's... guys they're listen, some nice i know i think claire did her a favor she weeded out she, she weeded out she weeded out the like d-hole guys she some of them yeah they're obviously there's still some the guy that no looks... i mean what i meant to say was i think she may have taken away someone that weren't just because she was so focused on Dale, she didn't. Uh, I was fine with everyone she kicked off. I was fine with a lot that she kicked off. Yeah. And like, because of the way she acted, it sh- made some guys show their true colors of like, yeah, how angry, like their yes. anger side, you know? Because yeah. if you don't piss them off, you're not going to know how yep. they handle things. Because yes. it's easy to be lovey-dovey when nothing's wrong. And then once something's wrong. So i think that claire helped her she got rid of yeah. a bunch of the bad ones and like now these guys are like i think they're i i there's only a few that i'm like meh about yeah. but i feel like they're 
I mean, all of them are there for fame and they want to be on Bachelor in Paradise for the next Bachelor or whatever. Yeah. And I, but I'm like, I feel, I feel like the few, of, I can tell, I can tell who the, the Bachelor pr- uh, producers like. They like the guy with the beard. Yep. Blake. Yes. The guy who reached out to her went before yes, filming. Blake. Yes. They <laughs> really like him. I don't uh-huh. know if they're setting him up to be the next bachelor or not, but like Could be. they're obsessed with him and the guy that opened up to her, but didn't actually yes. open up to her at all. And did yeah. you notice that he was like, yeah, I can't tell you what Dark. happened, but Dark. I'm opening up to you. <laughs> like, it's yeah. not- I have a secret, but I'm not going to tell you. And then I, a dark, a dark secret. He's like, I have a dark secret, but I can't tell you. Wow. It felt really good to tell you that dark secret that I didn't tell you at all. Like, what are you saying? (laughs) Anyway, I'm excited. And I didn't think he'd, I didn't think he'd stay. I thought he'd leave. No, mom, he's in it for the fame. But then, but then to me, it meant, does he have a dark, dark, dark secret? Because I, yeah, it's like, but there are some people who've lived such a cushy life that their darkest secret is like not a big deal to people who've actually had dark secrets, you know, like, but it's dark to them, but it's dark to them. And that's totally valid. It's completely valid, but that doesn't mean that it is like the darkest secret in the world. Some people's dark secret is murder while someone else's might be like, I didn't pay my taxes or I stole a lollipop or I ditched school too much or like I cheated on my girlfriend. And then there's other people that it's like, my mother killed my father and then I overdosed and blah, blah, blah. Like, right. But to both of those people, their darkest secret is their darkest is secret. Is their darkest secret. Right. But you know, so you never really see. know. Has she been on a bachelor before? Yes. I think she was the one on that dude that was obsessed with the fact that he was a virgin. Okay. Oh yes. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember his name, but I know who you're talking about. Yeah. I don't know his name either. They, they love to, put that one out there he apparently i love how this has just become a bachelorette (laughs) bachelor conversation he Mm. apparently like his whole season like happened with this and like he ended up with the girl he wanted and like ended the season early because he wanted to be with this chick well they broke up after four episodes yeah well whatever it's to find love claire found love i'm not mad at her about it so (laughs) and it made the season more interesting let's be real uh so apparently she broke up with him the dude, the virgin dude, mm-hmm. she broke up with him. And then they were like still like together being friends or whatever. And then she had to get a restraining order on him. And then she lifted the restraining order. And then he deactivated his Instagram after the restraining order was lifted. I don't know what's going on. There is some drama. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see who ends up on Bachelor in Paradise next season. <laughs> we'll see. All right. Done with that game. We've only got two questions to answer. Uh, Devon says, asks, why did you choose to continue to live in California? Cause it's the best. It's we like it. Santa Barbara's gorgeous. I, my dream is to end up back in Santa Barbara when I'm older. Um, it's my dream for you too. I know mom. It's my dream for all my kids. <laughs> Growing up in Santa Barbara, that is one of the best places you can live. Uh, the people there are fantastic. Just like loving open armed people. I feel like. I, I like pretty chill. It's really chill. Like everyone's loving and accepting and everyone's cool with whatever you believe in. Like I've, I've always felt that, um, like i look at high school uh, movies about high school and I'm like, my high school wasn't like that at all. And it's because like everyone, in my high school, like, yeah, there, 
people were richer than other people, but no one cared how rich one person was or like the mean people weren't the like the popular people mm-hmm. were pretty, but really nice. And yeah. like the the mean group like i don't know like everyone was just like no one cared if you did football or if you did theater you did basketball like everyone was like super chill right and it's just because the environment of santa barbara and i loved it europe by the beach the weather's always perfect like you got the mountains on one side the beach on the other it's just you can yeah it's phenomenal so (laughs) i've always wanted to be close to santa barbara but my job it's smarter to be around la area just because when you do have to do things it's here. Uh, but I honestly don't think I could live anywhere else, really. Like, maybe I could, I don't know. Well, you also have your roots are here, your family ties. Yeah, are my here. family. That's and pretty you much like it. your family. So. Yeah. I feel all of, none of us family could ever move away from our family. That's pretty much yeah. it. Uh, but I like, I love visiting other places and seeing other places. But oh, there's other beautiful, gorgeous places. I mean, we've yeah. seen them on tour and vacation there and yeah like my friend kinds of places my friend my best friend lives in seattle i love seattle but i don't think i could ever live there because of the weather but i like the vibe and yeah hawaii i love hawaii but honestly it's just like too far away from the mainland like i need i don't like i want to i don't want to live on an island even hawaii i don't know why yeah so just a bunch of different factors but this is where i grew up so this is where yeah, there's stay. places on the East coast. They're absolutely stunning. Yeah. But during yeah. certain seasons, <clears throat> certain that's the seasons. Thing. California doesn't really matter the season. Well, <laughs> it's Southern California anyway. Southern California. All right. And then the last question, Catherine asked, what drew me to take a bartending course and what made me change my mind? I took a bartending course. I graduated college and was like, I'm pretty sure I want to be a cop. Not anymore. But, uh, I knew it was going to, the process was going to take a while. So I needed a job before the process. And I'm, it was, I'm 22. I'm right out of college. The only thing we ever did was like, I was, I didn't drink heavily, but like drinking was what you did. I don't know. We lived at college was in the middle of nowhere. Um, and I can be quite charming and hold a conversation with basically anyone. So I was like, I could probably get good tips if I was a bartender. Um, so I was like, why not? And I took a bartending course, but I couldn't get a job because to be a bartender, you needed experience of, of being a bartender, but I couldn't get experience of being a bartender because no one would hire me as a bartender. So basically I went on, like, I think I applied to like 30 plus places for around two yes, months. One of those, one of those things you have to know the bar owner Yes. or one of the bartenders yeah. to get you in. It's kind yeah. of those. Or it's like you start as a bar back, like someone who yeah. just does everything for like years and then you eventually move up. So I didn't know anyone in the field, so that was I couldn't right. really do anything. But uh, on that hunt, Colleen was like, hey, do you want to be my assistant? I was like, oh, yeah. And then life changed. <laughs> so... <laughs> Pretty much. I was so worried about you being a bartender because your hours would be so in LA. Yeah. Getting off at, you know, 3 a.m. And then, oh, my daughter's got to try to find her way home. And, you know, still it's Rachel, but it's still a baby girl. Yeah. And also. And then you traded in for working for Colleen, who years after the fact, I find out how raunchy a lot of these places were that you were in. And I'm like, I'm so glad I didn't know. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. But also I knew as a bartender, it's because I didn't drink a lot. I knew I wouldn't have a problem. I, th- a lot of people said that like to be a bartender, you have to not 
be wanting to be drunk all the time because you're around right. alcohol. You can't have right. a drinking problem if you're a bartender because it just leads to disaster. So I was like, oh, I don't care about drinking that much. So yeah, it worked out, but it didn't work out. But that's I thought it would work out. All right. That's it. That's the whole that's c- caboodle. That's all. All right. I love you. I love you. All You're right. talking to me? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and I love you all. Merry Christmas. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Remembrance Day. Happy Veterans Day. Happy every... What? I said Happy Veterans Day. And then you said something after that. Don't act like you didn't. <laughs> I can't remember where my brain thought was going. <laughs> all right, Mom, take us out. We'll see you next time on All Things Internet. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of All Things Internet. Please make sure to like and follow our podcast on whichever platform you're currently listening to it on. And make sure to follow us at Podcast ATI on Twitter, where you can ask questions and get the latest updates on our show. We love you. Thanks for listening. I'm Rachel Ballinger, and this has been All Things Internet. Wander with us into a world of magic. Do you lack magic? Ever since I was born, I could hear the spirits of the other world. Where old stories take on a new life. If you break even one of these conditions, the consequence is death. And the world is teeming with possibilities. It's midnight, girls! They're here! Get ready to change! Well, for the last time, we're not kissing, Fritz! Join Jenny and Madeline in this fantastical audio drama as they journey into the stories you grew up with as you've never heard them before. You are no more than a demon! Okay, Gown. Let's do this. And reinvent fairy tales with a feminist twist. Ready for your next adventure? Then we'll see you soon in the forest of feminist fairy tales.